0: Okay, welcome to the second half of the Men's Scrapbooking Club interview with Ron Pastore. In this second half, we talk about conspiracy theories and aliens. Um, So enjoy.
1: So, um, I used to work at a little TV station called Channel 53, Uh and I came to the Jesse James Museum and did a short little video shoot there Thanks. back then.
2: Yeah, vaguely remember that. Cool. I was wondering.
1: I was wondering if it was you.
2: Who was the uh, reporter that was on the story? I don't know. Yeah. I,
1: I, We may not have had a reporter. Okay. It, yeah, it, it's coming to me now, it, I remember. I, I used to have really long hair, and I was really okay. goofy looking. I'm still goofy looking. Uh,
2: but no, Mary Connect, she ran the station. and. They, yeah, yeah. It was hard to get media back then. We appreciated you guys coming over. Yeah, no problem. The way the museum was set up was so cool. We took... All the artifacts and heirlooms from the James family collection, and these were found in some old historic steamer trunks that were hidden away in this old Aunt Daisy's house, and it was Jessie's last surviving daughter. and She'd hidden it away so nobody would ever find it. When the family finally cleaned her hair, uh, house out when she died, um, they were going through the stuff and just chucking things in a fire and burning it before they realized what they had on their hands and woke up at some point and, oh, wait a minute, some of this stuff's historic and important. They were finding diamond necklaces and ruby rings and, you know, just great stuff in there. Um, so we were given permission to have the material for about a year. And I set up the exhibit in that old town in the Delano uh, area there. And it was chronologically displayed as you walked in, you know, went around the room. You got to read the story. Uh, and Jesse James V was in there as a docent. I remember that. And we had him dressed as Jesse James. He's a spitting image of Jesse. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so it shows he had the DNA. The genetics were there. Um, We did facial uh, recognition analysis, uh, not only of Jesse James and J.M. James, but of Jeremiah, too, the currently alive young man. And he's within a 95 percentile of matching, too. Wow. Um, But it was a great year at the museum there. And we had lots of traffic and just a tremendous amount of people that, you know, were just amazed only had two or three people the whole year that walked out kind of shaking their head but yeah so the
0: artifacts are now in the possession of the heirs of jesse james Uh,
2: yeah that's another intriguing story you know all i know is third hand that there was some court battle between the father uh, the granddad now who owned the materials and his son over who should have them and uh for some reason that the son was allowed to keep them and then Now, there's more that I can't prove or, you know, just hearsay about him being involved with substance abuse and having sold off the material. And, you know, so it's probably scattered all to the wind now. But you cataloged it, presumably? Photographed it, cataloged it. I have uh, made, well, anyway, that's as far as I'll go with that. Okay. (laughs) 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 Cool.
0: Has anybody ever tried to prevent you from keeping this information or. Or gathering this information? You know, it's
2: just, it's been so hard getting it out there. I mean, we had to go to the extent of opening a museum and getting Bill Curtis to come down to, to get the first story out. And then he torpedoed the show. So I spent four more years campaigning History Channel to do another show. Finally, they had a regime change. They had some decent program development people in there that weren't related to the previous show. And they allowed us the budget to do the second documentary. So,
1: so you made two documentaries. Yeah,
2: 2003 was the first one with the exhumation and the DNA testing. And then in, ni- in 2009, <clears throat> the second show. And I feel like uh, Screaming Flea Productions did a fantastic uh, bit of work with us on that. And uh, the producers involved uh, were just great about The name it. of the production company was Screaming Flea? Screaming Flea <laughs> Productions. Wow. Yeah, they're the that's largest cool. uh, independent producer of uh, cable TV programming. Oh, that's ironic. Out of Seattle. They're very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the flea that roared. huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Great job. And History Channel was really good to be on board with us and let us have our say, you know, so they didn't taint the show or twist it. You know, People feel like it was a little too reality show oriented because they spent so much time with us in the field on the treasure hunt. But we feel like it was balanced. We got to put all the material out there and there were times in the office and, you know, sitting at a desk and showing, you know, the evidence that we had to present. And after all, it's just a gateway to introduce people to the topic to see if they want to take it any further. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. my book, The Secret, is out there. Plus, you have the new book out with Jesse James Forensics, and I think that one's going to hit pretty well too. So,
0: are you saying that that's available to read before publication?
2: Yeah, now it's out on JesseJamesForensics.com. Okay. And you can get an ebook for nine ninety five, and it'll show up in your email the next day.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: Do you have to type each ebook out? Those are long
0: emails (laughs) (laughs) Well how else are you going to memorize the book?
1: Exactly
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey I just thought of something um, That could get you killed Okay Okay repeat after me
1: Alright do you want to whisper it in my ear?
0: Sure Alright And you just say it as I'm saying it to you
1: I have a conspiracy theory I think Christopher Reeve faked his death the Reeve family is going to come after you now. <laughs> yeah, they don't, you don't mess with Superman.
2: <laughs>
1: Sorry, Reeve family. That that wasn't my idea.
0: You know what? The Reeve family, the bloods. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I heard the other one that Michael Jackson faked his death the other day.
0: Ah. Yeah. He's probably living as a, a spiritual bum now. He had to forsake his wealth.
2: Well, he found out where Elvis was, and he joined his commune. Ah, and Tupac. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Tupac.
3: (laughs) They're all chilling together. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Good choice of words. I think Tupac was gang-affiliated. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah.
1: I think that's conspiracy theory. (laughs) Thank God for those.
2: (laughs)
3: So, uh, you know, talking about conspiracy theories and stuff like that, is there anything else um, that's kind of uh, that you've dove into that – or, I mean, any any other type of, besides, you've been focused on this Jesse James thing for a while.
2: Yeah, that was a 10-year project.
3: So, do you... Any, Are you still working on that project? Uh,
2: in the field. We're still doing research in the field, trying to find more treasure sites and put together our new uh, web channel for treasure hunt and, you know, research. it um, be like a web TV channel. We've seen a lot of these pop up now. So, we're working on putting our own up and any. Material that you want to find on me or the projects that I do, you can just go to ronpastory.com, rjpastory.com. Anything that deals with any form of Ron Pastory, you can log in, and I'll take you to this one central website. And and
1: Pastory is spelled P-A-S.
2: P-A-S-T-O-R-E. And Ron is R A W N.
1: Ron.
2: Yes, R-O-N. <laughs> so R O N. So RJ Pest Story is a good place to go. And, and just like it's your gateway drug, you know, to go down the rabbit hole. And, and people
0: can find access to the the books that you've published. Yeah, the books.
2: My artwork is on there at Fine Art America. I'm a bit of a painter. And um, then there's um, my businesses. I'm a security consultant. I do corporate security consulting, mostly electronic surveillance, and we do a little uh, behind-the-scenes investigative work as well, um, you know, for corporations. And um, then I am the exclusive distributor for a line of burglar alarm, access control, and automation equipment called Oasis. So, uh, you know, just kind of dealing in 21st century technology since the industry at large is way behind the curve. Mm -hmm.
0: That's cool. Kind of a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, for sure.
2: And then we have the new uh, silver unicorn line that'll be coming out, which is (laughs) the magic elixir for unicorns. So (laughs) keep your unicorn healthy if it gets a cold (laughs) or (laughs) flu. You know, everybody's got that
3: problem, too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something that everybody has to deal with a lot. Unicorns,
0: surprisingly unhealthy (laughs) beings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For as mythical. They they have a lot of problems
1: because lots of inbreeding, you know.
2: Well, that and the environment's so contaminated now. It's hard for them to stay pure and clean have you ever
1: seen a retarded unicorn (laughs) no does
2: he have a spiral corkscrew (laughs) horn Uh,
1: see any (laughs) unicorn (laughs) that's where that expression
2: came out he crazy you know uh
1: so tim mentioned that you're also interested in like uh, ufos and
2: oh yeah definitely you know i mean look at us this little blue marble and this little solar system out here in this little milky way galaxy you know Uh And I just love, like, the Hubble deep space photograph where they pointed it out in nowhere and shot for 10 days or something like that. And there are 10,000 galaxies in that little square inch. Galaxies, you know, not just (laughs) 10,000 planets or suns, but galaxies. Each (laughs) galaxy will have thousands of suns and solar systems in them. Maybe millions, millions. millions. billions. So it's just that square inch, <laughs> it's unfathomable how much life there is there. Yeah. yeah. But you get on YouTube and start watching the videos, the stuff that's coming out now. Mm-hmm. It's you know there's a million sightings a year in America alone of UFOs, and let's say 95 percent of them are skunkworks black ops projects that uh, the U.S. government owns, because after all, you know we we had the U2 spy plane. And it got replaced with the SR-71. So there's a huge leap in technology and about six 700 miles an hour in airspeed. And we have you
3: heard anything since then, right?
2: And, and that was shelved back yeah. with Bush 1. In fact, he brought it out of the mothballs to do one coast-to-coast flight in an hour and 45 minutes, you know? Yeah. But I heard we have something called the Aurora, you know, like five, six years ago, that does 8,600 miles an hour with a pulse drive, you know? And, <laughs> and what else is coming out of the skunkworks? Technology breeds more technology yeah. now. And so we've got better and better stuff coming out all the time. You've got Area 51 and the new one up north of there that nobody talks about. You know, so these great black op things that, I mean, you know, why do we have $600 toilet seats and, you know, $400 hammers, you know, buried in the budgets? It's because they can't tell us what they're making. They won't tell uh-huh. us. And I understand that. Um, uh, in, I was ordering some patches for my field team and the company sent me a catalog of other patches that were out and it had all the military insignia in it. And the last one in the line of Air Force commands is the U.S. Space Command. <laughs> so I thought we had SAC and, you know, MAC and all these things, but I know we have NASA, but, you know, we have a U.S. Space Command and they apparently have a fleet of UFO-type craft. You know, you have to ask yourself, well, uh, we had the space shuttle and it's grounded now. We don't have a manned space program anymore to speak of. We wouldn't do that. Yeah, You know, our government's too anal as a military imperialist <laughs> dictatorship to ground our space fleet. Yeah, it's all. They have to have replaced it with something else. And why did it take the shuttle three freaking days to get to the space l- base out there when it's just orbiting above us in space? Where was it for three days? And then to come back, it was three days. You know, they must have been on supply missions to other space-based locations or the moon. I mean, I got into a website the other day. Um, Some university has posted all these lunar photographs that haven't been edited and airbrushed yet. And there are huge structures up there Hmm. that you can't explain. Buildings that are a quarter mile long and stuff, you know. We've heard about forever that there's structures on Mars and the moon and other places. So... Again, you know, conspiracy theory or provable fact, you know. I mean, uh, just because you can call me names doesn't mean I'm not right, you know. And that's like the quote I hear a lot these days, you know, when I do my research and come up with empirical fact. You know, you were right about that thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's a huge amount of UFO evidence. Um, my dad's retired Air Force. He had buddies that were stationed at Roswell that eventually recanted and said, yeah, there was a crash that craft there a crash that craft there. (laughs) (laughs) That works. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Earlier, Jared said, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) we're we're not particular on English. All right. Um, So, but, you know, before that, Philip Corso came out and said that uh, Mussolini's intelligence force recovered a crashed UFO outside Milan, Italy in 1933 and turned it over to the Nazis. And they were retroengineering this stuff. And it's one of the things that the Nazis brought in when they allowed us to assimilate all their technology and stuff. But you go right over here to Hutchison, Kansas, and see the Science Museum, the National Space Museum, and they've got the Sputnik and, uh, you know, Russian Space Lab over there. It's a great exhibit of, of the technology that human beings have done in a very short window of time. So you've got all these other places out in the galaxy that truly, you know, have had some developed forms of life before, you know, The great human being came along on the planet earth and just to touch on real quick uh, i love archaeology and for years i've been studying who were our progenitors you know who taught the inca the maya the sumerian these advanced technologies they knew the sumerians say themselves that it was the anunnaki that came here from nibiru and brought them advanced technology in exchange for enslaving their population to mine for gold for them and that the Anunnaki were particularly fond of earth women, and that they were giants. And this is probably where the whole notion of size matter comes in. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, if you read these four and six thousand year old writings that Zachariah Sitchin devoted his whole life to studying you find that it parallels things in the bible you know that were maybe made a little more fairy tale like for people yeah. to absorb but that the, the nephilim were the offspring of these fallen angels and they were half human and half of the you know anunnaki uh, the sumerians were giving us uh, concepts of dna gene splicing and somewhere along the line we came up with a reptilian brain stem that were not connected to any other you know human life form there's a disconnect a missing link and they say that about 400,000 years ago, the Anunnaki bred us because cro were too hard to manage for the mining operations, so they made a dumber, more docile person. And our establishment now wants to make us dumber and more docile? yet. Yeah, you know, that dumb those humans down a little more. You know, the Americans have the reputation worldwide right now, and through some study, that we are the dumbest, fattest, laziest nation in the world. <laughs> I believe. You I've know? always thought that was <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, and... and you know, we're the sickest, too. We've got the world's best health care, the best food supply. And we have these corporations putting out this crap for food, you know, genetically modified organisms and white bleached starched flowers. And everything's got to be white in America to eat it for some reason and mush and pre-eaten, you know, where there's no nutritional value. I it. don't need teeth. And then, you know, we get the Congress passing new bills like the National Food Safety Act, that's going to outlaw organic food and, and vitamin supplements. Yeah. You know, there's all these code words for new bills that Congress are putting out that sound great on the surface, but you know they really screw us in the end. It's like because, the Patriot Act. Yeah, oh, the Patriot Act, great. Let's take away the Constitution. <laughs> yeah. you know, now Obama couldn't get this, this uh, immigration bill passed forever, so he magic penned it last week, the DREAM Act, which gives amnesty <laughs> to all the illegal aliens in the United States if they go to college or join the military, you know. And and you haven't read the bill. That's all that NPR put out on it. You <laughs> know. So, um, all this legislation, you know, these executive orders and this national stuff that's coming down, and you know, we aren't being consulted. It's not being done for us. So no wonder we've got the 99% movement going on. And You look at that. That the the cops. are perpetrating all this violence on peaceful protesters trying to get a rise out of them give them an excuse for a fight Mm -hmm. you know even reporters are being victimized now for covering the bloodshed you know it's like oh you know let's go down and protest a bit and have the cops beat our heads in which was going on with the Vietnam War protests you know and 40 years ago or whenever so
1: if I ever organize a protest we're gonna preempt the cops preempt them yeah we're gonna fuck them up
2: yeah how's that We'll start the fight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You have good. snipers on the rooftops uh, or something. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: that might be your statement that gets you killed. There you go. So, hey, now, it's the now it's the government that's gonna take you. Out. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're going
2: this is gonna be an interesting week for us. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we are all now on the CIA's hit list.
2: And isn't that ironic? You know, here we're a constitutional republic. And this last summer, Obama makes a national press statement that we have a death list. And we have a death squad, a police squad of people that's authorized to go kill U.S. citizens now. And we're doing it. And it's, oh, don't worry, I've only got 30 people on there. Uh, quantitatively, who gives a flying ass, yeah. you know, it's how many a, it's people? the fact that it's legal that, that, that it they can it, do that it. You're saying it's legal when constitutionally it isn't, you know.
1: I think it was George W. Bush who said the Constitution is just a goddamn piece of paper.
2: Yep. Yeah, I believe that. And, you know, look at Obama. He's Bush Light. You know, I mean, he They're just.
0: All in the same in Yeah, the same,
3: in yeah, bed same together. club. Yeah. Bush
2: Light,
0: by the way, is a good beer. <laughs> 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 that's what we're drinking here, not it? Uh, yeah, okay. Kind of, more or less.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, you know, I look at it and I think, you know, Obama came in as this populist. You know, oh, I'm going to straighten the government out and I'm going to have open government and I'm going to, you know, pull these guys and rein them in. And <laughs> that's, that's he didn't even try he got an office and just said screw that i'm in this club you know that uh, bp gave me till 10
3: all he needed to do was get people's hopes up and get them energized about freedom and a new change you know revolution yeah
2: yeah and it really doesn't matter anyway when you've got one company diebold corporation that controls all the computers that count the votes right yeah. Yeah. So it's but, all a sham.
3: Football starts in the fall, you know, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. You <laughs> Thank know? God. I want to
2: quit thinking about this shit. It's too <laughs> depressing. <I know. laughs> it's like
3: fantasy. Now they got fantasy football. You can focus all, all of your attention yeah. on that. Uh
2: huh. Isn't it great? I don't mean, not to give worry us about
3: this stuff at all.
2: Yeah. And for those that just don't really care, I mean, uh, they <clears> put chemtrails on you or whatever else is going on. You know, I mean, have you noticed our skies around here lately? I called the guy at the EPA office downtown. I said, uh, I was wondering what you guys are spraying today. What do you mean? I said, well, somebody's up in the air putting these chemtrails out, and the sky is completely covered with these lines. Oh, that's just uh, freezing air ar- air particles in the upper atmosphere. So, well, it ends and begins at the outskirts of the city, you know, and the wind's blowing 30 miles an hour today, but the chemtrails have been there a couple hours, and they're not going away. Yesterday, they were over Augusta, Andover, and made this big X in the sky. What the hell is we'll going see. on? You know, who's authorizing the spraying and what are they spraying? And why do we need barium and borium and aluminum and these viruses and all this stuff put in the air anyway? What are they saving us from, you know? And while we're talking about all this conspiracy stuff, <laughs> uh, you know, I noticed this summer the sun was kind of out of whack. I mean, I'd never seen it that far north in the sky. You know, the sun's supposed to be tracking kind of on the southerly sky and then... As we get toward the equinox, it's straight overhead and everyone drives down Kellogg and has the sun in their eyes Uh in the morning and night. didn't happen this year, you know. It may rise in the east or northeast and and arc to the south and then set in the west or the northwest. And anybody notice that the moon's tilted? Cornell finally came out with a study last week and acknowledged that the moon's tilted. You know, it's... Shifted ninety degrees counterclockwise. The moon never moves. You know it really? tracks perfectly. You know, so there's a lot going on. You know, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist. You what? just open your freaking eyes. When did see. the moon move? Uh, happened January of ten twenty. What? Yeah. How the hell did that happen? It had to have been influenced by an outside body. The paper, which you can read on the web, you know, by the Cornell study, mm-hmm. uh, says that some outside gravitational force, which they Actually, address Nibiru or Planet X, Planet 10, uh, as maybe the outside force. Although they're saying there's no proof that that exists. Hmm. That, uh, and the theory uh, on that Planet
3: X was supposed to be coming through this pretty close.
2: Right, in this time frame. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in the So n- the theory is we have a binary sun uh, and it's, it went brown dwarf. And it's out there floating around in a fixed orbit of 3,600 years. Yeah. And when it comes into our this region, the, the Earth shifts its poles. And during that time when these outside magne- uh, magnetic forces are at play, it causes the Earth to shift on its axis and stuff. Now the moon is already moving further and further away from us all the time, which will increase the amount of uh, weather play that we have due to our axis shift and the seasonal changes. But, um, you know, that this is being affected by something. So this brown dwarf is a planetary body that has five uh, satellites in its orbit and one of those mm. then would be nibiru the planet where the anunnaki live and so as it comes around in this thirty six hundred year orbit yeah. that planet gets close enough where they can use their technology to hop over to earth and pick up their shipment of gold and whatever else that they bring in you know and come here and pick up
3: is that was it the length of the Mayan calendar thirty?
2: No, it's actually a twenty-five thousand-year calendar that uh, yeah, does that's the whole our track around the precession of the equinoxes. Right, mm-hmm. and as we're nutating, uh, the whole solar system we're in goes up and down in this sine wave through the center axis of the Milky Way. That's the, <sighs> the cross uh, the crossing or something like that. Uh, our mutation rate, the frequency of planet Earth, increases. So we normally run about 7 hertz on this planet. Everything's vibrating at this same Earth or Gaia frequency. Our brains operate in the 7 hertz range. But it's been increasing since 1996 and we're up to 10.3 now. So if you wonder why people are getting a little freaking crazy, you know, they're operating at a little higher frequency wow. than they're used to. But at the same point, you know, it's elevating our consciousness if you rise with it, you know. So we have an opportunity to wake up and see all this stuff going on or just stick your head in the sand, but your ass is still a great big target. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Amen.
2: <laughs> and some people are larger this than others. Fascinating. Other.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like to believe that the the possibilities are infinite, you know, and just you can, you, it's hard to know what exists and doesn't yeah. exist and uh-huh. who's pulling strings or, sure.
2: or what, you know. The uh, Disclosure Project, you know, some of the ex-military intelligence personnel that are coming out in that say that U.S. government is engaged with fifty-six alien races, at various levels of interaction. You know that the grays—we've got the little short grays and the tall thin ones—and there's two more versions of them, and they're just robots. You know, human droids.
1: Wow, that's interesting. Human droids.
2: They're manufactured Biological beings. Yeah. Biological robots. Ordinary, right. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, do they have a soul?
2: Well, I think that's what they're looking at, is they, they'd like to have one. They're trying to figure out how we got one. Oh. Well, we're not manufactured. Yeah. Uh, how, how, how are they manufactured? Um, well, maybe it has something to do with those buildings on the moon, you know, their plants. They're that
1: manufacturing
2: they're aliens on the on moon? moon? Maybe. Who knows?
1: I, mean, I like know. the idea.
2: Uh, either that, or it has something to do with the million U.S. citizens that go missing in America every year. Yeah, It's a staggering statistic. I looked it up on the web the other day. It used to be 850,000. It's up to a million people every year that go missing in the United States. A million. A million people. Really? So that's like... 2,500 people a day. Just go missing. Disappear. Gone. Explain Nobody that. finds them ever. No bones, no bodies, you know. I mean, I can make that happen.
1: <laughs> You'd be a busy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if everybody did that once... I mean,
2: dude, 10 years, 10 million people missing. That's about <laughs> as many illegal aliens that come in from Mexico every year. <laughs> <I>
1: w- <laughs> so, they ought to do the census more often. <laughs> yeah. You know, to yeah. track. Like it matters, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah. It's well, some wacky shit going on out there, guys. Well, I'm, I'm happy
3: to be along for the ride. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. You know, we picked I'm gonna this. I'm going to just see... See what happens.
0: I have a curiosity, and maybe you have an answer for this. Um, one thing that I think about is wh- what would be the motive of hiding um, interactions with intelligent life forms? Like, why would it be important for the government to hide that?
2: From well, people? we're in a consumer society, and they created Ozzy and Harriet, you know, with your electric stove and washer and dryer and all this stuff to create us great consumers. So they bred us and trained us into this paradigm of culture and they froze us. Mm -hmm. And now we just have little sleeker cars and they made the fins shorter on the back and, you know, uh, the appliances are smaller and we have cuter iPods and iPhones. We all have these great devices and, you know, stimuli that we can purchase to dumb us down and keep us busy. But it is all in this vein of. The 1950s still, we really haven't improved. Because in the 1950s, they were selling us George Jetson and his little flying car, you know. We still don't have that damn thing yet either. I want one. (laughs) 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 But uh, nevertheless, you know, we are frozen in time. And the government and the technology keeps advancing. And we don't get to see it. So keep them dumbed down. Don't let them think about advanced concepts and aliens and flying saucers. And, you know, by, apparently by agreement in this technology exchange agreement with the aliens that came out of Roswell or whatever, that we are supposed to divulge this, or they were supposed to divulge this to the American people at some point. And since the government has refused to, they're going to have more and more demonstrations of uh, fleets of craft, which we see in a lot of the Mexican UFO videos. Whole fleets of them. And in fact, there's some that you can watch, you know, of um, near Earth orbit stuff where hundreds, if not thousands, of ships are flying around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw some videos like that the other day. Amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if you just take the time to drill down through the data, you know, if it's NASA footage and there's freaking UFOs in it (laughs) and they're trying to cover them up, then they must be out there.
1: Yeah. I I especially love the, the ones I saw, like they're talking to Mission Control and. These craft or whatever would like come in and they just like stop talking all of a sudden, like whoa, and like continue talking. Like they do something else, like stop talking, you know. It's like freaked him uh-huh. out because it was so many,
2: yeah. Or you know, you hear him saying something like, um, Yeah, Bob, uh, you out there on that EVA, yeah, uh, that object over there to your left, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that? <laughs> I don't see anything, okay, just checking. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> you know but there's just a lot of great NASA footage and this one researcher out there figured out that in videotape uh, there's a like a dual imaging that goes on a positive and negative kind of thing to deal with the, the recording cycles and he figured out how to recapture those and he's coming up with a whole lot of more stuff that you know uh, is in the nasa footage so yeah now tremendous amount of evidence to prove it's real But, you know, it's beyond our control. It really doesn't impact our lives in any way. So we may as well just ignore it and say it doesn't exist with so much. You know, look at uh, the government's out of control. We've got the Gulf that got tremendously ruined forever, you know, by BP down there. They got to tell EPA, uh, we got this. Don't come around here, boys. You know, and, and the Air Force is still spraying Corexit, the most toxic dispersant that you can get. Because BP owns the company that makes that stuff. And, you know, that it's just continuing. It's killing people around the Gulf region. We don't get that in the news. You know, pick your poison. I mean, it's the disaster du jour as far as I'm concerned. There's just so much screwed up stuff going on, you know, that you may as well stick your head in the sand because you can't solve any of it. But I believe you should be informed because sometime this regime will fail. My mother grew up in Nazi Germany, and we talk about this. She's so damn mad about what's going on. And I said, well, how do you change it? She goes, it's going to collapse on its own. It can't support itself on its own way. It's unsustainable. It is unsustainable. Look at the budgets. You know, the military is like Mm. a fourth of the gross domestic product. (laughs) And they're on an increasing scale. It was like. You know, 25% is 31%. They're going to 33 next year. It's going to be 43% after that. It would
3: have already collapsed if they didn't bail out those companies like yeah. GM and,
2: yeah. and, and all those other companies. The Federal Reserve, collapsed. an illegal banking institution that the Rockefellers put together in 1913, it runs the U.S. economy without regulation. I mean, they have rules to run their own organization with, but they have no oversight. Nobody tells Bernanke or Greenspan or any of those guys what they were supposed to do. And... They have something called this uh, currency stabilization fund or something like that, which is this highly secret deal. And they go out and buy billions of dollars of foreign currency and arbitrage, sell this out on the currency market to stabilize the dollar. So they were able to artificially inflate Crazy. and deflate the dollar to keep it sustained. But we've had this quantitative easing thing that expired back June 30th, you know. And, and I, I understand it. We've taken the $1 US presses and made them into $100 bill presses now and they're just cranking that shit out you know and they're using it to prop up the European governments and stuff right now. Here have some fake money. Yeah it's monopoly money. (laughs) You know know, we've got this trillions of dollars in debt and, and now you know Ron Paul was able to audit the Fed in a mini audit and they came up with the fact that the Fed has loaned down 13 trillion dollars illegally, without interest and no payback schedule, to Citibank and all these you know big mega banks that they're supposedly doing okay. But I guess you got unlimited funds to tap, you know. But like the bailout, the stimulus bill that Obama passed, if it tried to track that money and it went to Cayman bank accounts and was paid out to individuals and stuff, it's like, you know, if they'd have given it to us, the American consumer. We'd have spent the hell out of that money and really stimulated the economy. <laughs> Give me two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you know, we'll go out and spend it. Yeah, you know? that would have saved the country, but that's not their goal. You know, they just want to cut the nuts off and you know leave it out the founder. Oh, I'm yeah, being a downer. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, we have have sweet we got a, we got a
3: pretty bleak future ahead of us. Yeah, uh, you but know,
2: and and you know, look at young people in America today. Uh, it's no wonder the disillusioned. you know, they teach us all just to be in the moment. Don't think about the future. you're never going to go old, you know. And suddenly, now, you know, it's forty years later, and I was a hippie, and now I'm sitting here with you guys talking about some of the same shit that was screwed up back then when the <laughs> Vietnam War was going on. The CIA was controlling drug trafficking, you know and and it's doing it it's, out of Afghanistan now. All the world's uh, heroin and and opium mm-hmm. is being run by the CIA. Eighty percent, anyway. It's flown in by the U.S. Air Force transports. The London Guardian exposed that.
1: And they give it to us, and we're, when we're caught with it, they arrest us. Yeah, yeah really. Us
2: but jail. you paid four hundred percent more for it. <laughs> yeah. no, so No, they mean, made a lot of like,
3: money off of it before you got put in jail.
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, you know, none of us are going to be doing heroin anyway. But you know, some people still do. You know, I guess it's chic. Uh, my daughter had a great friend who passed away because it was too strong. So mm-hmm. we, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had a friend too. Yeah, yeah, and we remember these people fondly because uh, it, it just—you're only doing heroin because you're a very old soul and something's bugging you. Yeah, can't find my way home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess i mean, Yeah. So uh, you know, it's like okay, well, this is nothing new. You know, we've got the CIA has this rendition program where they're allowed to capture American citizens and take them off to strange countries and torture them and never have to report who they took where. And then the rendition plane crashes and it's got six tons of heroin on it or cocaine. That happened recently. Holy crap. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a private FedEx for the drug cartels. And we know that the Fed, the U S federal reserve is laundering the money through some of these huge banks or the CIA, you know. And it's all our money, and it's our government, supposedly. Uh... Yeah, we've all been sold a bill <laughs> of goods. You I just know? don't
3: know what they expect to do with with all the money in the world.
2: But it, And for these other things we don't know uh, about, I like guess. black ops programs and, and controlling and manipulating countries around the so world. who's getting that money? Well, it's all... The th- aliens. You know, apparently it winds up in some place in London called the City of London. And it's about a square mile that's right in the middle of London that the Queen's not allowed to go into. She, oh, she's not? No, she doesn't rule that. And these guys own and control the world market, and all this fake monopoly money currency is turned into gold, and that's how they get their payments. And all the gold winds up in the Citadel in London.
1: They call Crazy. it the crown, right? Like uh, the, the bank that's there, the basically world central yeah,
2: bank. Yeah, yeah, something I can't remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. They,
1: they said it British was British
2: crown sterling, yeah, that has some ring to it. Yeah, they said it was set up by the Knights Templar. Right, exactly. Yeah. And they... they wear this garb and they they went and saw the pope last year and presented a monetary gift to him they were in their red templar jackets with these sashes and stuff it was all very sexy <laughs> i'm wearing a robe i think it's sexy <laughs> and we won't talk about the vatican because that will get you killed <laughs> yeah yeah They'll send the jesuit assholes over to kill you
1: i don't like jesuits
3: so just i guess the answer is just to stay stay anonymous as, as much as you possibly yeah, don't can. get on
2: podcasts and speak out <laughs> against the government the cia or the catholic church okay just be really low-key about it all first rule of staying alive first rule of no, i think it really should be outspoken vocal protest you know resist don't participate martin luther king had the right idea passive resistance don't engage them. you know uh it's what they're trying to do around the world now. These protesters are much more widespread and larger than anyone's admitting. You know, I mean, it, it's it's so big. There's no controlling it. You know, once everyone gets on board, because they're saying, "Oh, we're the 99 percent," but it's only one percent of the population that's protesting. The one percent that's controlling the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Wait till people true. start getting out. You won't be able to deal with two percent. You know, we finally get 5% of the awake population out there protesting, or at least just not playing. Don't participate. Yeah, yeah just not stop participating. How do you not yeah. participate? You don't buy the consumer goods. You're you not
3: don't. materialistic. You yeah. just don't want. You stop wanting.
2: And eat good food. Don't eat the crap. But you Look at America. Every freaking town in America has the same cookie-cutter franchise restaurants everywhere you go. Yeah, McDonald's, yeah. Wendy's, Burger, mass-produced and processed with putting out crap food that's mass produced and processed with all these additives and that stuff kills you so take the time cook your own food and eat good stuff not genetically modified organisms which half 80 percent of the stuff in walmart is so go to a decent store i was at green acres the other day and noticed that the dollar 79 up to 279 package of radishes i buy at you know a regular grocery store being organic and i go over to Green Acres it's 99 cents a package wow. for good ones. So, so just go to the freaking health food store and buy some real food and cook your own food, you know. Live a little better. Get your vibration tuned in and, you know, elevate, mutate, vibrate at a higher frequency. Don't participate. Yeah. You know, there's people that go so far as say, well, don't pay your taxes. It's illegal, you know. first. It's de- a voluntary tax. It's a voluntary tax. Declare your rights first because we're so in uniform commercial code in America, UCC taxes law. Taxes in general? Taxes in general. Income tax. Uh, yeah, and and the definition of income alone is something that's nebulous and, you know, needs a little further look. But first you have to claim your rights, that you are not subject, you're, you're claiming your constitutional rights within UCC law. And the actual tax, uh, uh, the statute numbers like UCC-1. Uh,
3: you have to put those in
2: there. 1-207. You have to cite those. You yeah. have to cite those. Yeah, sign A, an official document somewhere citing that you're claiming those rights and that you will not be held a party to a contract that involves a fraud. And that's what the IRS is. You've got 7 million words in the code. I think it's up to 10 million now. you are never given a copy of it to read. You probably couldn't get one if you wanted to. They've got whole CPAs that you know have careers over that. And, you know, it's another one of the evil empires out there that everyone shudders because in our free society, we have these dictatorial, you know, institutions yeah, that can yeah. come and ruin your life yeah. and take all your shit. Well, who needs the shit, you know? Exactly. Uh, so, you know, don't participate. I find better
3: shit in the dumpster,
2: frankly. Yeah. And, and you know, we got Christmas <laughs> coming up, Thanksgiving, all these holidays. Oh, God.
1: You know, I've, I have a 10-month-old baby, and I went to a birthday party for uh, my uh, little seven-year-old cousin the other day and t- all this crap you know go ahead talk all this crap sorry <laughs> i was distracted uh just uh here's another present here's another present here's another present here's another present you know that she's not even gonna look at this shit you know it's just gonna go on the floor in her bedroom or whatever,
3: it's like, it's like it, all she all she knows is she's receiving something. They're, right, you, she's getting all these things, and so that is what's going to be worked into her mind is this idea that I should be I should receive things. I am due stuff. Right, I am due material objects, and and I didn't even do anything to get them. They they're just given to me.
1: Right. I mean, I still feel that way.
3: Yeah. It's a, and that's that's why people are so materialistic they're like they they can't create the world around them they have to buy products to create the world around them
1: yeah you know it's like some people don't feel good unless they get something new what's up ming are you taking off cool Adios. are you coming back around Listening yeah, to it's music. funny. can He's, yeah. <laughs> He's trying to be quiet so he doesn't mess up our podcast. <laughs> no, we were trying to and We were to trying him. to talk to him. That's hysterical.
0: It's like oh man! It's
1: high
2: quality broadcasting here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ming, welcome back to the podcast, <laughs> Ming. Yeah. <laughs> Do
1: you want to say, say something? <laughs> uh. Oh man, this has been a good discussion, guys. Yeah. yeah. I it's think great. We should do
2: it again portal. sometime, you know, because it was great for me to vent and rant some of <laughs> the stuff that you can't do on conventional broadcasts. No, it's okay. I'm going to go
0: home and cry myself to sleep. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I'll wake up tomorrow and just be de- as and depressed kill myself. as ever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, the <laughs> crimps don't get to me first. Yeah. <laughs> I think you you
2: hit a good point earlier, which is you know we're lucky to be here in this time. It, it may look bleak and sound depressing and all that stuff, but after all, you know, we our spirit beings. Yeah. You know? And ultimately yeah, so. you have a soul. We have a frequency. We vibrate, you know, and that, and will, so that
3: doesn't die when we die. We're energy. Yeah. You know,
2: energy cannot be destroyed. Amen. And, and so you must have elected this lifetime somewhere out there in the Acacia because you wanted to be here for the most exciting culminating time Amen. of all history. And
1: apparently Amen. a lot of other people did too. Yeah. <laughs> and I think
2: it's great to be here among the peoples for this kind of event, you for know? Sure. So, you know, just, Live in the moment. You know, I try to plan for the worst and be prepared for things. And and I hope for the best, you know, in life and, and just be optimistic and positive and support people and nurture them. And then live in the moment because you don't want to miss this. It's what you came here for. So that's my kind of closing thought for you all. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> thanks. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. That's well, great. thanks
0: again for joining us this evening, Ron J. Pastorey. I don't know if it's evening, wherever the podcast listeners are. Uh, do you want to plug your website once again? Sure. It's
2: yeah. uh, com is for the Jesse James part of the deal. And anything you're looking at for Ron Pastore, just go to ronpastore.com, R-O-N. P A S T O R E, And
0: that'll take you to any of your yeah. 15 different businesses. here.
2: <laughs> we'll invent a few more between now and when you log this uh, thing <laughs> on the web, right?
0: <laughs> Ron has his own section of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> his, his 40, uh, 50 domains domain. now yeah. held by Ron Pastore. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again. And uh, thank you again, Jarrett, for being here, for being a part of this. And, and th- such a great host.
2: Thanks. Welcome.
3: Yeah, I... I really like hosting. (laughs) <laughs>
2: You're a good I, host,
0: really, honestly I, went,
3: I actually, and I that money was well spent at hosting school It was six <laughs> yeah. months uh, he, uh, And all you worst. had to do was
0: give a mason a blowjob <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows about that It wasn't <laughs> called a blowjob
2: okay? yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> had a special name for it The <laughs> name <laughs> for your <laughs> podcast to be host to host BJ <laughs> <laughs> Host to host BJ, now that sounds awful
0: Although Jarrett has been losing increments of clothing throughout this, actually, just shoes and socks.
2: It's so seductive. <laughs> yes. uh, all He's right, one sexy beast.
0: I'm signing off.
2: All right, see you. Bye, tonight. guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, see, see you. Years.
0: Do we need a closing song? Oh, yeah, let's, let's do a closing song. Wombats' Impossible well, com- <laughs> Song. Yes. <laughs> Why is your pocket so wet? <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: just impossible. Impossible?
3: <laughs> 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 Shh, all the
0: wombats are sleeping.
1: Shh, and the combat is deepening. Get the
0: feather, tickle the cougar nose <laughs> Oh wait, don't Shit, it's awake, it's chasing me Down the street Why is there a street in this meadow? <laughs>
2: uh, oh, that's a good song Good song
0: Alright, bye Bye, bye.